Gang signs. There we are. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't speak gang culture. He's not from the Ricks. Anyways. <laughs> Bonjour. Sapnin. It is today, the casual fan. My name is Chezza. GMTM. And yes, we will be talking at the rest of the the regular shit. You know, wrestling, movies. And, other and random, random shit. We got some random shit today. We're gonna add a second one. But yeah. Um, I don't know yet. Okay. We'll figure it out. We'll pray something within this. We'll bring something That doesn't make it. Yeah. Alright, so. Wrestling all shit. That means I gotta pull this up. Alright, so wrestling, we'll start with. Um, I got it right here. You know. No, no. The actual results. Oh, the results, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. We wouldn't need that, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we? If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the greatest show ever. <laughs> Is that their new tribute to the troops? No, no, they say they tribute to the troops, but might as well. This is just a glorified house show, pretty much. That's but the tribute to the troops was a glorified house show. But at least it was to the troops, so it made sense. It's like, now they're doing it for the, well... Yeah, yeah, you know. it's, it's a glorified <laughs> tribute to the troops. <laughs> you know, the air. I don't want to say, but you know. I'm gonna freaking send a person for me, but anyway. So yeah, this is also in order. Okay. So that one looks a little neater too. Yeah. From the other one. Nice. The other one was all over, but anyway. All right. So starting with the kickoff, it was the Usos versus Revival. You had Revival. I tried, man. I had Usos. But guess what they won on? What's it called? Um, Monday Night Raw. Revival wins. Now they have the belts. That was a show off. Okay. All right, then they had the Universal Championship, which was like uh, Seth Rollins against Baron Corbin. Seth Rollins won. Okay. So, yeah, we both chose that. Um, did you get to see it? No. Okay, so you don't know about um, Brock really trying to cash in. And then he brings a, he goes to cash in, and then um, Paul Heyman trips on the rope going in. And when he trips, the briefcase drops, so... Brock looks over like, what the hell are you doing? And when he does that, Seth Rollins pounces, starts banging with the chair, beats him up, like, okay. and gives him the um, the curb, curb stomp. stomp. Oh, the, the stomp. The stomp into the suitcase. Okay. So okay. that's how they stop the cash-in again. Yeah. Uh, They're getting creative with it, at least. At least. I wish that they just kept having, like I told you like last time, that if Brock just kept beating his ass and not cashing in and just... I was going to keep making him so paranoid that one time I'm going to cash in, but he never knows. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we still might get that. I don't think he... It's Brock's contract. I don't think he'll be here enough to do that. Well, it won't be frequent, but I think if every time he shows up, he does that. Or it just comes to pay-per-views, like every other pay-per-view, he does it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship, Demon Finn Balor against Andrade. Demon King. So the first one. Both got that. Uh, Shane McMahon versus um, Roman Reigns. Don't bet against the McMahons. That's bullshit, man. Don't bet against the McMahons. That's so like I'm telling you. Like, right now, like Shane's like the top, the top wrestler on the show. Yeah, he's it's, he he went from not being there for like eleven years to being there on every show. Yeah. So. Well, okay, so Lucha House Party went against Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan won. Obviously, but Lucha House Party actually they let him put up a fight. It was an actual squash. Okay. So, um, Triple H versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton won. I saw a little. I saw the thumbnail, and uh, Triple H looked. He looked defeated. So I was like, okay, yeah, I lost that one. Yeah. Well, like that happened right after the Shane. So I was like, oh, I remember I t- uh, messaged you. I was like, yo, Shane won. That's some bullshit. Yeah. And then Randy won. I was like, okay. There we go. They sequenced it. Um, Braun against Bobby Lashley. Obviously, Braun won. I was hoping for Bobby, but... You're looking for an upset. Didn't happen. You were just going against the grain this whole card. I tried. Uh, Kofi, Dolph Ziggler. Obviously, Kofi. Poor Ziggler. And then Undertaker, Goldberg. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But he's getting paid half a million to to stay at home, so... True. I don't feel away. True. 
um, The Undertaker against Goldberg. And this is where the and fuckery it, begins. Yeah, so Undertaker won, so we both got that wrong. But Undertaker was not happy about <coughs> how that happened. No. So I didn't really watch the match, but pretty much Goldberg knocked himself up in the match. He botched. He hit Big the... Time. I guess the play was he was supposed to run due to spirit to Undertaker. Undertaker sidesteps. He goes into the thing. You know, they put their thing in. Their yeah. shoulder in. He put his head in. Knocked himself out. So by the time he came out, he did a half-ass um, jackknife. Yeah, and I saw he, he looked like he botched that too. Yeah, heavy, he heavy, heavy. He didn't, like, he didn't... It wasn't straight. It was like he kind of just crippled. So is there any reports of him probably maybe getting a concussion? Possibly because there was a video after the match showing him getting out the ring and he goes to walk and then he collapses again. Wow. So How old is he right now? Well, they said it too, you know. Is he um, mid forties? I believe no, he's fifty. He's yeah. fifty or fifty two. One of them is fifty two and one of them is fifty. Okay. So the two of them are old. Stuff they shouldn't be doing, but <laughs> Yeah, when when you're getting paid oil yeah, money. Think about it. Like they're wrestling. All they have to do is wrestle like they used to in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't have to do the high flying shit. They don't have to do nothing. They're not extra. doing any crazy stuff. They spots. just have to tell that story. You know what's funny? I was watching um because the WWE YouTube channel, they put up the full matches of certain matches. Mm. I watched uh, the first Undertaker HBK. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that. still cringe every time Undertaker does that that spot from the dive. Mm. Uh, Michaels pushes the ref, but he pulls the camera guy. Oh. Yeah, and Undertaker yeah. goes like straight to his neck and shoulder. Yeah. They they must have put that repeat like five times, and every time you just turn away because it's like he lands square on his neck and shoulder. You know it's a horrible them? botch. You know what saves them? That muscle right here. Like on Brock Lesnar did the um Yeah, the, the um, press and he landed on the back of his neck. He said he would have broke his neck if his shoulders and his neck wasn't so big. He would have broke it. But yeah. It's gross to watch. So going back to like Goldberg, yeah. He got busted himself open. It was it wasn't a good look at all. But it was for a super showdown, so who the hell cared? Oil money. Exactly. You know what I mean? They got a little blood. Um, and they had their 50-man battle royal. We didn't say shit on it. Yeah, but nobody gives a shit. They actually let the Saudi Arabian guy win. It was uh, one of those feel-good moments. The crowd went actually crazy. He went onto the crowd, partied with the fans. It looked good for WWE. Okay. Very much. And it looked good for Saudi Arabia because they had their man win. The crowd went home happy. Okay. So, And they tried to get the Natalia and Alexa Bliss match in. But at the last minute, they said no. Might have been a riot. But they were actually in in Saudi Arabia, the two of them. Okay. Yeah. Somewhat progress, I guess. Bit by bit, I guess. You know, WWE's going to milk that. So, yeah. It's but, yeah. So, you won. Pretty much, man. You won by one. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you picked the Usos. Yeah, I got I that did. wrong. And then... Um, so, let me see. Roman. And Strowman, yeah, that's three. Roman and Strowman. Roman and Strowman, like, yeah. The only one I got was um. Arby. That might be a tag team at some point. Roman, the no. Roman and Strowman connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm down two. Two or three. Okay. All right. So you win again. We have no consequence. Nobody's figured something out yet. We might have to do like um, uh, loser buys edibles or some shit. Where do you buy edibles? Huh? Where do you buy edibles? Yeah, we got it. We got sponsors. That work. We got sponsors. We can always buy from. So. Yeah. All right. So then, yeah. So that was super showdown. Pretty much the show was just. Was a. It's not show. something anybody looks forward to. Uh, as far as the fans are yes yeah. well actually in the past ones that they have like Super Showdown is what brought uh, Shawn Michaels back out for that one match he needs to grow his hair back I'm not uh, I can't get jiggy with that shit bald HBK to nah you could just wear the wig like what's called Kane <laughs> why not like, or do like a Hulk Hogan gig you see it like or just wear a headband 
But yeah. All right. So what's next? Shane on everything. All right. So yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Are I they are they doing glimpsed. that because maybe Vince isn't gonna be on TV as much? Is he gonna know. be the next Vince? Because if you look at it, okay, so Raw SmackDown are supposed to be two different shows. Except for this wild card rule that brings anybody they want back and forth. But pretty much, we'll just say those things are gone. Because the shows are pretty much the same. Shane on both shows. Going against Miz, Roman, whoever it is. And it was like, he's just like the main, like, for SmackDown, first half hour was his storyline. Raw, his storyline went all the way through. Yeah. It's like he's the biggest guy on the show now, which he, says nothing about the rest of them. He might be the new Vince. That might be what they're doing. Possibly. Because you're seeing less of Triple H. Yeah, less of Triple H, less of Stephanie. And now he's the heel. It's possible. I don't know, though. They haven't found his... He's got a stable. His um, Stone Cold yet, then. They're still waiting to find that one who's they, the they might, Stone Cold. They might be... Trying to use Roman to do it, but... Roman or Miz? And no, they're not the protagonist that Stone Cold was, but they're running these long promos. True. Uh, these long, long programs, so I wouldn't and be surprised. And they're pretty much the two that they can trust outside yeah. of, like, Seth, I guess. Yeah. Seth, Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan the, doesn't care about that mix anymore. It's not the same dynamic. Oh, take from Daniel Bryan. He... One of his segment, what do you have? Why haven't they changed the belts? That's true, eh? They have not. And he said that he was going to do that a while ago. I guess that cost too much. He was like, oh, two of them? <laughs> two of them? He was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but they're probably use them on TV anyway. Let's get to the shits, man. Which one? Oh. Well, let's finish. Well, pause. Finish with Shane. Pause. But Shane's yeah. done, man. Yeah. There's, there's really not much else. He's got a stable. And... He he actually reminds me more of Bischoff than he does Vince. I can see that. Like an NWO type of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I hope he doesn't really do anything. I hope they like go away, go away with that storyline real quick. But yeah, we can talk about something better now. So Let's very wide drop. Shits, man. A newer promo again. So huh? creepy. Want to explain the promo? You, you you watched it twice. I watched it once. Creepy man. So. Explain. So, what's the bunny's name again? Okay, so the bunny is bullying um, Mercy the Buzzard. Yeah. And uh, I guess Bray doesn't take too kindly to it. Picks him up, throws him on the ground. He's got a mallet. And he's got like a, was it, like a clown nose? Before that, no, before that. Let me see. What's his name? Rambling Rabbit. Rambling Rabbit. So, the rabbit and Mercy are going back and forth. Bray's like, what the hell's going on? Rabbit's giving his complaints. And Bray's like... Mercy was trying rabbit. to... Mercy was trying to... He was trying to eat the rabbit. Yeah. Rambling Rabbit. So then... He wasn't He wasn't being bullied. Bray let him speak or whatever, say his piece. Then he's like, you don't even know what's going on in the firehouse. Firefly firehouse. Ah, I'm going to expose what happens around here. So... Exactly, when he says that. Yeah. So, at that point, Bray's like, that's not cool. That's when like, he grabs no, him not. up. But yeah, continue. Grabs him by the face, throws him on the ground, and then he's got a mallet. And you're thinking it's just going to be like a regular, you know, cartoonish type of thing. But no, they not went... Just mallet. The, he just turned around and looked like a freaking clown. He had the yeah. clown nose. He had the red stripes down his eyes. Yeah. Um. Actually, there was something... Before he grabbed him... What was it he did with his hand? Didn't he do like um He had the hurt heel hurt heel um, gloves. Gloves. Yeah. They just kinda cut to that. Like in a Yeah, okay. Yeah. And just the way he grabbed the rabbit too. He kinda like, held him for a second. You know, watching uh Bugs Bunny cartoon, you see Bugs Bunny and the hand comes in and he just grabs him and then Bugs Bunny stretches. It was pretty yeah. much looked like that. Very cartoonish until it got to the point where he's but bashing him with the the mallet and then all of a sudden like you can see it, he looks like roadkill and it's got like it's what's supposed to be blood and guts which i thought was like you know we're we're still in the pg era but it, right 
it took you two two watches to notice it was blood. No, the first time was because I was incredibly intoxicated. Nah. Uh, this time I was sober watching it, so <laughs> I saw the details. And when you see it, you're like, okay, it's supposed to be the PG era. How is Vince greenlighting this? But it didn't really look like blood. No, but it it's... was like insinuated it was blood. But then he turned around and made it look like it was his this new jam yeah. that he made, which was. So yeah, he made. I'm glad they've they've thing. continued doing the promos. Oh, rambling, rambling rabbits, bohemian breakfast spread. <laughs> I'm I'm loving all of them. I don't think there's been a promo yet that I haven't liked. No, no. So, again, how long no, do each they? Each one is better. How long do they continue with these? Well, I said summer that thing. Right? It's supposed to be for eight. They're supposed to do eight of them. In total. In total. Because he said he did a promo when they were going up against the Shield. He did eight promos. One sentence in each promo didn't fit. If you take with that senti- those sentences in each promo and you they put them together, add they add up. To so yeah. he gave them hints and they finally figured it out that the eight were the titles to these promos. So there was eight of them. Okay. So, <coughs> yeah. And yeah. does he debut right after that? Mm. Or is there a cooling period? No, it has to be right after it. His last promo pretty much has to be almost like, you know, when they show the promo and then it's almost like we're here. And then he it's, walks out. It's weird because the, the third promo where he has the the mask, you would have thought that would have been the last one. So even watching these ones, even watching these ones, you're thinking, why didn't they save that one to the end? But, you couldn't, well, you could have saved that one that one to the end, but it still flows with the storyline of it. Like, you know that The Fiend is there. You know that The Fiend is always there. Okay. Yeah, he actually um, brought it up in this one, I think it was. Yeah, he's like, do you want me to call The, the Fiend? Fiend? Yeah. And then they shook. They were shaking like, no. Yeah. And then Rambling Rabbit told his piece. But yeah. Yeah, that shit is crazy. I, I can't remember it. Uh, uh, a series of promos that's been this good in no, a long time. Very long time. Like, pretty much Bray. The only ever one, retires, he has work at WWE. The only one I could think of was the, the NWO uh, when Vince said he's going to unleash the poison. Mm. On the WWE. That's the only one I could think of that was that good leading up to something. Yeah. But if they kill it, like, what's the drops? <laughs> like, Emelina or some shit? Yeah. That'd be horrid. That'd be horrid. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So, Biggie's back. Actually, before Biggie, because Biggie, um, 24 7 championship. The second best thing. Yo. So, I believe we. Actually, there's like three that passed by since the last time. Um, there was the, the Saudi Arabia. the Saudi. Where he did the. And he only. He on only. The tarmac. He, he lost it on the tarmat and he won, won it back, back in the, the air. Tarmat. Yeah. Then after that, was there anything? I, I don't remember seeing anything. Super Showdown, nothing at all. So my prediction was off because I thought he was gonna win it at least three times. Yeah. The whole trip. Um, and then back Monday Night Raw, he was hiding in a box. No, was that Monday mm-hmm. Night Raw? No, Monday Night Smackdown. Raw was when he was in. Um, it was in the elevator stuck with all the with all the guys. Yeah. And he pretty much gets them to be like, yo, we shouldn't be fighting. We should be all be friends. And they were all cool until the the elevator doors opened up and the ref was standing right there. Yeah. And they all jump him, go after him. Carmella saves him. And then on SmackDown, yeah. he's hiding in the box. Yeah. Close the box. Um, Jinder comes, starts talking like Carmella, walks away, talking about he's going to get a crowbar. I don't know the rest. It's been the best... Uh, like oh, the, did it end there though? They've they've improved on the the hardcore championship. Although I still say it's a useless title to have. It's a good we, story. We line. win, but it's like, a useless. But it's like logically, there's it makes a story. No sense. To me, I'm like the whole point of it gives people who aren't on TV something to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's content you can put anywhere. You don't have to put it on the show all the time. All the time, anywhere. So it's perfect. Yeah. So. No, I have no problem with it. It's funny. So he just got trapped in the case. What's his name? Went to go get the thing and nothing happened after that? Get ready for the Don't mind me. I'm just rewatching. 
Yeah. I'll do homework. But they've been they've been really good. I I think the the between that and Brace shit, they've done really good as far as like um promo work. Right. It's just the in ring shit is isn't that great. It is. All the other storylines aren't that great. Okay, here it is. So he gets the crowbar. <laughs> he loses the box. <laughs> I love the fact that he still doesn't know what championship he has. I know. He says everything, bro. But well, that's truth, though. Like, truth kills it all. Truth the time. has always like, been slightly been, off. Yeah. No, like, at first, you, you didn't know what was going to come with this 24 7 championship, but I guess with our truth, was the best pick. Like, looking at it. There's no one else I could really see running around with this belt. Yeah. He's the only... I don't know how long he's going to have it for. There's so much you can do with his character and him as a... As as a character, he's down to do whatever. Yeah. He doesn't care. So... So that was wrestling. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah. Raw, SmackDown, or shit. Yeah. Who didn't care to talk about it? Uh, AEW, just a work. Down to the movies. Let's get it going. So we have like two real trailers. Um, uh, sorry, Rambo. Yeah. So Rambo is back, <laughs> and it's everything you expect it is. See, I think it's Logan, man. I think they're they're trying to do the Logan thing. I think they're gonna have him go out gracefully. In a, yeah. In a in a bloodbath. So is there going to be this young Rambo on the scene? Possibly. He's going to be like, you're too hard-headed. You need to listen. Son of Rambo. I've been in the Vietnam. Son of Rambo. (laughs) Son of Rambo. His son, all he does is play Fortnite all night. Possibly. Don't you know? I went through wars before you can be doing this. Were you into Rambo before? The first one, yeah. Then it just kept going for too long. Like, I'm not too into, like, sequel, 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 unless everything is, like, like, Lord of Rings and stuff like that, where it's, like, a whole story that... Encompass, yeah, I can, can draw out too many movies, but Rambo wasn't meant for that, so they yeah. just kept throwing new ones and new ones and new ones. So, nah, yeah, I was never into Rambo, it just it just seems stupid. But I did like Hot Shots, remember Hot Shots? The, the yeah, parody, yeah, yeah, the parody, yeah, Hot Shots was my shit. Yeah, what would you go see this Rambo after watching this? Like, this trailer really doesn't say anything other than he blows up a lot of shit. He, yeah, it's it's one of those, you know, I tried to get out of the game, they brought yeah. me back in type of things. Possibly, I don't know, maybe on a date night or something. If somebody if somebody I'm going out with wants to see it, but yeah, other than that, not really. No, it's not First Blood. What's the Last one? Blood. Last Blood. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, he's got the money to do it, man. And true, all this stuff. Oh, I'm like, look, what's the synopsis? One sentence. Vietnam War veteran John Rambo teams up with a reporter to save a kidnapped girl from a vicious drug cartel in Mexico. Yeah. That's it. So he's going full of Rambo. Like, full Rambo. They brought me back. I didn't like the fact that he didn't have the bandana in the trailer. We don't know if... It's going to be within the movie. Maybe he lost it. And that's why he didn't have it in those scenes. And he didn't have change to go to the dollar store. Maybe he gives it one. to the reporter. Or saying, you or got the juice now. Rambo Jr. I don't know. No, man. I can't wear the bandana while playing Fortnite. It's not cool. But no, I don't know. Yeah. Rambo's not really my thing. My dad will see the shit out this movie. When I say he loves anything that's action... You tell him that Rambo's gonna have a new movie, he'll be in line waiting, waiting to go watch it. I'm like old Jamaicans, old Jamaicans love their action movies, yeah, and the not... kung fu movies. And if the action movie has kung fu in it, psst. it depends on how it was written, I guess. I don't know. Um, 
Did you see this uh, Creed two? No. Okay. I don't I think I watched either that of the one. Creed. It wasn't the same guy who produced the first one. The guy who did Black Panther. Ryan Coogler. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was a second guy, but it was another black guy. So it wasn't bad. So I assume like the writing, but he had a lot more influence on that one. Okay. So I feel like the writing could be close to that, like that type of story. They're just there. I feel it should have been like that, where there was like a younger Rambo and he's just like the Mentor general Rambo. now. Yeah, type thing. But nope, he's going full out Rambo with a reporter. Not even like a like. <laughs> he had a bow and arrow. Not even like a U.S. Marine or like no no a reporter. He had a bow and arrow in the trailer. Yeah, he did. John Rambo and a reporter is going to take on a drug cartel. It's Not just a, a drug cartel. A, a Mexican. vicious, vicious. I can't even say it right. Vicious, vicious, vicious drug cartel. Okay. And he can do it. Like, how many guns does that take? And how many can he carry? How many can the reporter carry? It's supposed to be like one of those like correspondent reporters that've been in like Iraq their whole life, so they know to shoot. I don't know. I don't know. Slightly interested. Yeah. Not not rush out to to see it on the first night. Interested, mm. but I don't even know if I'd see it in a movie theater. It had to be a Sunday afternoon movie. Yeah. Maybe on Showtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I can get that DVD or pay that two dollars to watch. Nah. But yeah. All right, enough beating up on Rambo. Um, that other trailer, <laughs> Beats. Yeah. Other trailer you said Beats. Anthony Anderson looks dope. That shit looks crazy. It looks that dope. Shit. It's um. The kid looks like Biggie though, like Biggie's son. Yeah, it kind of, kind of looks like a. I don't want to say hustle and flow, but it to me it's got that kind of reluctant. Artist, right? Striving to do something. You know, you got the mentor figure in Anthony Anderson. You know, but it, there's there's definitely a lot of socio political themes in there. Um, I believe it takes place in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of Chicago. Yeah. Well, give the quick synopsis: A reclusive teenage music prodigy forms an unlikely fr- friendship with a struggling producer. United by their mutual love of hip hop, they try to free each other from the demons of their past and break into the city's music scene. Looks cool. Looks cool. That's, dope. That's like that movie itself is relatable to a lot of artists that are out there. Yeah. Even just either making beats, doing music. So you know it's gonna highlight a lot of that shit. Netflix though. I always feel like Netflix is like straight to DVD. But they do all right. Like some movies are like cool, but some movies are like nah. straight to DVD is like it's like the term you use to say it's bad and it might be so bad it's good. So you want to check it out at home type of thing. It's a lot like Aladdin. Remember Aladdin, the first one, movie theaters. Aladdin two, straight to video, straight to DVD. I don't remember Aladdin two. They didn't even have um, Robin Williams at all. They had the guy there's, who spoke for Homer to do the genie. And then they had Aladdin 3 where they brought, well, I don't know the whole story, but then they brought Robin Williams back. There's still straight to DVD. There's actually a clip on YouTube I've been meaning to check about how they did Robin Williams Dirty. Mm. Um, so that might have been why he wasn't in the second one. But I didn't oh, check Aladdin? it out yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he was telling them um, he'll do the genie, but he doesn't want them to use his image or his name for... For um, any like marketing promotion or whatever, they agreed to it. That's strange. Yeah, but it was something because he did it for like the character. He didn't do it for his name. So he yeah he was actually working on another movie which was Fringley. Okay. So when they called him for that, he's like, yeah, I'll do it, but like, don't don't push me as the main attraction. Push the movie. Push the story type thing. And they flipped and did it anyways. Mm. So he was just like, well, fuck you guys then. Okay. <clears throat> but then later on, they pieced it up. Now they actually like put out like a full out apology to him, saying that yeah, we did do that. We shouldn't have did that. We told you this. Da 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 da. He was damage control. Yeah, but to him, they did it publicly. So why not? 
But yeah. But yeah, the Beast joint looks dope. I would definitely uh, check it out when it comes out. On June 19th. I was like, that's soon. Yeah. That's like next week. Mm-hmm. We're watching it next week this time. So we might uh, do like a quick review. Do you have Netflix? Yes, I do. Then you can do a quick review of that shit right away. Yeah. Looks dope. Looks like um. Looks like a story that should be told now, you know. With uh, that's te- true, like technology and, and you know, the, way the amount of artists and producers that are. They kind of seem like the kid. Well, they, they, through the trailer, you can see there's issues with the kid. Yeah. It was due to his um, sister dying, getting shot. Yeah. But also, I feel like there was like a vibe that he was like almost like a little autistic. Yeah, I did. Way. I did too. Because when he was like. Like tapping, yeah, doing the beats and all that stuff, and he just sits there and he's super focused in what he's doing, yeah. And then he's like socially awkward, so there's like parts and I'm like, okay, and I'm not sure, but I think that is like a big issue that we don't actually diagnose kids yeah. in the community. So for a Netflix movie, it hits a lot. Actually, speaking of net, well, Netflix movie, but the show. Did you see that when they see us? I watched the first three parts last night. What do you think of it? Tough to watch. Isn't it? Like tough to watch. Tough to um I mean the the thing I constantly think about when watching it is these are kids. Yeah. And you have all these adults that are just mentally ripping them apart. Yeah. And all that stuff just you know, they can't get away from it. From one night. Well, it's not even just the kids too. Because even to the kid's father, yep. they sit him down and like, yo, we can fuck you up too. At the point he's like, he feels like, he doesn't son, have you got to take this out. Yeah. Son, you got to take this out for the family type thing. Yeah. And it's just like, it shows like, and you hear the story a lot. You know what I mean? You hear mm-hmm. that story a lot, but to actually see and know that these people went through that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I got through like first two. And then like, first two is when they hit and they're like, still guilty it's like fuck this i can't watch this shit man this shit is a piss off it's tough it's I mean, tough it, it's it, tough seeing all the the lack of evidence and even with the lack of evidence it's hey let's still build a case let's around still. It. let's still you know i heard they ran that chick off um whoever was the the blonde girl they ran her off the internet yeah like, off social media i actually saw a um i think it was breakfast club they were <coughs> they were talking about a statement she released and she's still doubling down like to this day, it's it. there's no accountability. Um, it just doesn't sound like she has any empathy for anyone but herself. It's just yeah. It's just no. You're talking about me, but I was doing the right thing. It's just like no. It's just a narcissist. No. She doesn't think she's right, wrong at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. No. It's even watching. I don't know. You know they like embellish a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Of the acting. So, but. Just watching her oh, as she moves in the movie. I'm like, even in the this bitch, yo. even in the statement she gave, she was talking about how, um, um, you know, they they wrote certain things that wasn't true, and it's like that's what you did. Exactly. <laughs> like you're you're guilty of the same thing that you're afraid people are doing to you. Hmm. And that's so true. How do you so not true. see? It? You know, oh, they 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 didn't completely tell the truth. Yeah. They spun certain things. It's, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what, what you did, did to these kids. But the only thirty years ago, all you got to do is get off social media. Yeah. They got stuck behind the freaking bars for twenty five. Like not twenty five. Yeah. Sorry, how long were they actually in jail? They were in jail from I think like five years to ten. Um, I think there was still one of them locked up by the end of the excuse me by the end of the third one i believe so i don't think he got out yet i can't remember it was yeah i was watching it late last night but yeah tough watch man tough watch yeah i don't even know if i'm gonna finish it honestly i don't even know if i'm gonna go through all four i'm gonna see it through um but yeah Whoa. i think it's something everybody should be watching i just booked that what's her name oprah is a executive yeah Oprah Winfrey is an executive producer. See, I'm not a fan of Oprah right now. She's on the fuckery. Like, she's always yeah. trying to, like, oh, premiere on Netflix and the Oprah Network. So everybody just watch it on Netflix. You're a wretch, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ava DuVernay. 
Yeah, she directed it. That's dope. Yeah. Yo, she does wicked work. Like, she's really working. It was well shot. Well shot, well edited. I see. Uh, oh, so I heard the story about... I don't know if they said it in this, the thing, but how they were released. How the serial raper, the, the guy who got caught, how they got released. Did you okay. hear that story? No, I didn't. Okay. So what happens is, I think it's Corey... He knows this guy from the past. Doesn't know about the serial raping, but he knows him. Mm-hmm. So that guy's in jail. He sees Corey in jail, and he's, he's like, "Yo, I know that guy. He's like, yo, what's good?" And he's talking to him. One, two, and two. He hears what happens and why he's in jail. He was like, "But you didn't do it." Yeah. And Corey's like, "Well, you know what I mean." And the story's whatever, whatever. So then, the rapist turned into. He was a born again Christian. Mm-hmm. So. He went to, I believe, his his minister, his pastor, and he was like, yo, I know somebody who's in jail for something that I did. Mm. So some what G- should I do? On some G-Dep shit. Yeah, he's like, what should I do? And they're like, you have to tell it. Like, if you know this man's in here, you have to, you have to tell the truth. So. I hope that's not a spoiler alert for uh, the part ending. four. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I saw this... Uh, they were doing an interview with somebody. I can't remember who. It was like on while I was doing something else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so even when they said that guy went, it was even a whole process for them to believe him to the point where he was like, the way he described it was like, he's the only one to know this. Yeah. I mean, he's the only one to know this. And then that's how they were freed up. But the guy had to come out and. He had to confess say, everything. He had to confess. They had no problem holding them in that jail, knowing, knowing with all the evidence. So what was he in there for, initially? Um, I'm not sure what he was in there for. It wasn't. I don't believe it was for rape, but he was a serial raper. They knew he was a serial raper, so it could probably could have been. Wow. That's crazy because Corey is the one who truly had nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, he was just there for his friend. Nothing to do with like, yo, B. It's amazing, man. He fell asleep. It's amazing. If we don't fall asleep in the enemy's den, yo. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Never know. But yeah, I know. That shit, just off of the two episodes and the information I hear about it. I didn't like the fact that there was there was no legal representation for the kids while they're being interrogated. That shit blew my mind. Yeah. Watching that. I'm like, because uh, <coughs> what's his name? He had his parents. He was the only one that had uh, adults present there. That could represent him. Yeah. Because they had to actually find him because he actually got away. Yeah. But the rest of them. The rest of them didn't. But uh, Yusef didn't talk. Yeah. Because his mother. His mother came. Said, yeah. And she found him. Lucky. Lucky for him. Yeah. Because they were about to have him sign some bullshit. But yeah. like. But even like the kids kids. Like how the kids like, tell difference. Oh, there's, there's no. There's no. There's no. How do you. How is that legal? How are you able to. It's. It's. Um. Who watches the Watchmen? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, who police the police? Like, they can do whatever the fuck they want to. Yeah. And everybody's intertwined in some way that pretty much they let that off. be. <clears throat> what do they mean to the grand scheme of things? Like, the people that they're arresting? Nothing. Are you going to believe or care that we put these people in jail? Probably not. No, they just need a quick fix. Yeah, man. Get those numbers up. Everything. Remember, Everything within our country, possibly every other country, but I know for sure our country in the U.S. is a business. No matter what it is, it's a business. Mm-hmm. Like when cops roam these streets, they have a quota to hit. Yeah, it's not about hey, let me make sure there's nothing bad going on outside. Yeah, they're out there looking for trouble. Yeah, and what does your mom used to say when you look for trouble? I'll find it sooner or later. So and they don't give a fuck who they trouble. So. Oh man, but that shit is very interesting. It wasn't on our list, but it did. Yeah, well, we transitioned it in Netflix. Yeah, and no. and everybody's watching it. Yeah, you know? and it's a friend of mine who I was watching. They were like, "This is something all melanated black people should be watching." That's for information. Question. Should we be watching? Because we already know this shit. Yeah, but like these are actual events, and to see the way these kids were done to prep kids. Hmm. Um, 
David was said saying uh, his son watched it yeah from beginning to end I think kids need to see it so they don't find themselves like in those situations especially especially the interrogation that's what bugged me I wouldn't say the most but it was something I thought about throughout the whole thing it's like yeah, yeah. you know one one day these kids are you know being kids they didn't do what they were accused of but they're being kids being kids they got caught up in the wrong place in wrong the time exactly and because of that you know they're they're downtown and it, you know what I'm saying like they're not being represented they don't have any representation what do you do in that moment as a kid um how do you you got to know your rights yeah you know like no i need an adult here uh i'm a minor i need representation i need a phone call you know but even even even, um, even if they knew all that what was homie's homie's um homie's um sister yeah, and she's yeah, like yeah. i'm not signing anything and he's just like i just want to go home yeah you know what i'm saying she needs to know what to do yeah he needs to know what to do you know <coughs> I think it's a valuable but lesson. Let's say, say they do know. You think it would have changed their situation? I think so. You think the cops would have been like, oh, they need their call? I think so. Because many people have known their rights to the point we can go to that dude who got shot on it, Facebook Live. He told the cop his right. He's like, yo, there's a gun over here. Just so you know, I know the state. We have to let you know. ba bomb, ba bomb. Mom, got shot. So knowing your rights doesn't really help black people. It might not help that person and some other people, but it definitely, there's other people that could benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just think, um, I just think something people need to, to really, um, give consideration to and, uh, check out. I think it's, I think it's like, cause I'm not like, I don't watch 12 years a slave. I don't watch a whole bag of them, but I think this one is very, um, there's a lot of information in there. Why not 12 Years a Slave? Fuck the slave movies, man. Why? Fuck I think those movies. are movies white people need to see. Yeah. So those those slave movies have to happen. I'm not white. So Understandable. It'll, it'll but I don't. I think, I feel that's what this, mo- this show as well. We already know that process. It's not us who needs to see that process. We know people who've been through that process, if not ourselves now, now i flip the question but how does that help white people shows them what it is like there's gonna be from that point to now there's white people who have no clue what black people go through so they can watch this show and be like holy shit they really had no evidence for this and they still go on like it's nothing they yeah. still went ahead and did whatever the fuck they wanted so that's movies y'all yeah? I jumped right into movies and I forgot to click this. Oh well. But yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm about to get into race relations and random. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that. I'm like, when people always say no slave movies. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Me personally, Assume- I don't want to watch it, is what I'm saying. No, yeah, definitely. But it's not for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. Every other one before now, they were always toned down. They weren't like heavy, but they were toned. If there was anyone. Outside of what? What was the real main one? Roots? Yeah. Outside of Roots, what was it? What, what other slave movie was there? Until they started making them now. Like Django and um, there's been a, Nature, there's, Nation. What there's other been ones? a couple. I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of that there off the top like of my head. No real slave movies. None. They portray the South without slaves and make it look like the southerners are cool the southerners the southerners 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 but yeah it's like oh man it's bullshit i feel that shit has to be pumped in their face look at what you guys did look at what you guys did over and over until they figure out what the fuck they did but if we want to hide it ourselves now they don't have to face their shit yeah like when they see us, they have to face that. Like when they see us, you know, that's straight up. When they see us, that was a bar. <laughs> they gotta face that shit. But it's true. Like that movie, it's like that show. Like they gotta turn around and look at black people and say, "Oh, because they're out." There's an argument I always hear is that, "Oh, black people don't argue about nothing." Like you guys have freedom now. Duh, 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 duh. And it's like, 
you're either ignorant or you just don't know shit. Yep. And it's like, if you don't know shit, say you don't know shit. Much easier. You always have a poor it always, connection. It always done, does that at least once. Connectione. Shot club. No. Did that work? Let me see. I should, I should look through the shot club one. Yeah, it's live. But yeah. Yeah. Random. Random shit. So, DJ Khaled versus Tyler the Creator. Well, it's pretty much one-sided. Khaled doesn't care. Well, he actually... He actually commented on it. Because... Okay, so did you see Khaled's video where he's like... I guess he's in a Maybach or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's like, I make music. I make music for clubs. When people be driving, you hear my music. People do this, you hear my music. What up, Tanya? When you hear this... Nobody is not talking about no mystery album. And that line there is what actually... I As soon as I heard about the whole bundles things, that's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if I'm buying an energy drink, I'm not thinking about a DJ Khaled album. Um, I might I might have been somebody who just wanted an energy drink, and that was a bonus. So is that a mystery album? Yeah, I guess. Like, is that how the bundles work though? To me, I just think it's like buy my CD with a t shirt bundle, yeah. But this, this was there was more to this, there was more to this bundle shit. This one in particular, because it was like they were they were going super hard as far as like boosting the numbers. It was like it was one of those things where it's like, hey, everybody in the company, buy a 12 pack <coughs> type of thing, you know, like energy drink. Yeah, you're right. I missed out on okay, let's bring the. All right, so reading from the fader, um, we get to. Uh, however, it's not without complication. Um, so, uh, New York Times ran interesting report on the current status of album bundles over the weekend. Max, Al- what up? Album bundles, for those who don't know, are a way of juicing sales and boosting chart position by including an album in a package alongside things as T-shirts, hoodies, and concert tickets. It's a big business that everyone from Travis Scott to Backstreet Boys have taken advantage of in the past few years as streaming increases and traditional album sales plummet. However, it's not without complications and the Times report suggests Billboard is playing to tighten its rules around what is and what is not an acceptable bundle. So, uh, an interesting example to finer details of the bundle was cited by Times reporter Ben Cesario centers around the recent chart battle between DJ Khaled and Tyler the Creator. Tyler beat out Khaled in the charts with his album Igor. Basically, what happens was Tyler outdid Khaled in what Khaled was doing, and Khaled doesn't like the fact that he was outdone. Because they're all bundling shit. Yeah. You know, he just thought he cooked the books better than everybody else, and he didn't. And now he's doubling down on it. Apparently, he's swing billboard. No, no, he's number one now. This week, he's number one. Tyler's number two. So he put out this whole video talking about... Yeah, I'm number one, as I should be. And then they threw another shot at, at Tyler. Why is he throwing shots at Tyler, though? This what? has nothing to do with Tyler. The fact that he got so mad about this, it made me want to check out Tyler's album. Oh, I checked out he Tyler. He promoted though. Tyler's album for me. Yeah. This is, this is um, uh, who was it? Uh, Tony Schiavone. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, yeah. Go check out uh, Mankind's The Champion. Yeah, yeah. That's, that'll put ass in the seats. <laughs> So yeah, I like the Tyler album. I, I wasn't, I wasn't really big on Khaled's album. Okay, hold on. According to the Times report, both albums had gotten an almost equal amount number of streams. So Billboard had to examine their bundles for discrepancies. It was sales of Khaled's Father Assault alongside a range of energy drinks that the chart monitoring company decided was not valid. Also, and I'm I'm not opposed to them cooking the books. I'm not opposed to the whole bundle thing, but it's like if you're doing it and someone else is doing it and they beat you or you don't. But look, all the sales through this bundle deal were subsequently discounted and Khaled had to make do with the number two spot. Hmm. They saw an organization uh, encouraging purchase among their members by promising the materials. and org- Yeah, so Tyler got number one without it. They discounted that and still got he still got number one. No, Tyler had some bundle shit too. 
Yeah, but they're saying that Billboard disqualified disqualified no disqualified Tyler's bundles. Oh, okay. So he still got number one even though he was disqualified. So Khaled's really just crying to cry. He lost, but what does he get? Like, even though his music we can say sounds young, it's for adults. Tyler's for kids. I don't know if Ty, uh, if Khaled's music is for adults. It's for adults. That. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that. When when you when your album has like <coughs> her and well, not her, was the Scissor was on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Brown, like these. Where do they play his music in the clubs? Kids go to clubs. Which clubs? I don't know. My old ass is in nineteen the club. plus. Nineteen plus. Yeah, hey, I'm Those holding. Adults. I'm holding. Washed. I'm in bed by eight adults. Strip clubs. Nineteen plus are adults. This is where all their music are played. You could be nineteen and be a kid. Legally, you're not adult. Okay. Legally, you're not adult. His music is for ad- adults. Tyler is for those kids who can't get into those clubs. They're for the kids that just want to sit down and think about depression, sh- depressive shit, or just sing along to whatever he's doing. Like it's they're just, in two different lanes. Yeah, I think um, I think Khaled. Did you hear he ran up into his um, label? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, he ran in the label, screaming at everybody, and blaming the whole label for that. I wouldn't be surprised. Throwing a tantrum. Sounds like something Khaled would do. Khaled's funny as fuck. Like, But to me, I'm like, for Khaled to react like this, I have to check out this Tyler album. I have to check it out. Because I wasn't really much of a fan of the Khaled album. We talked about that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was whatever. But that's another thing. I hear like people aren't really happy with the Khaled album. So it's, I think, I think that might be part of it. I'm, you know, it might be a thing where like he's not getting the praise he thinks he should get from the listeners, and then when you don't get a number one spot to yeah. kind of offset that, you know, what do you do? You make a scene. But Khaled's like, supposed to be Mister Positivity. He's supposed that's to. That's another thing. He's supposed to come. You're not and supposed be like, to be a hater. Yo, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. No, he doesn't lose though. But he doesn't lose. I ever. never lose because I came. Number- All I do is win. You know what I'm saying? Again, it goes that was to- have to do. But he came out and he was upset. Yeah, I was like, wow, Khaled upset. Yeah, I have to check out this Tyler album. Like, is but he we- really that upset that he's like this album so trash it should not have got number one? We we've seen this with Nicki and Travis, so it's not new. It's not new, but the difference is, it's expected from Nicki. Not Mr. Positivity, Khaled. Like, Nikki was... She's always spazzing. So she was always... And she was in, like... That was when she was really, really, really in her bag. She was spazzing on everybody. Everybody. So it's like... It was expected of her. Khaled just came out the blue. This man's because he didn't get number one album. Yeah. Like, Terrible. And the joke is... How you dissing mystery albums when that's all Jay-Z and Beyonce do? No, well, he's the way the reason he's saying mystery albums is because he's what he's saying <coughs> is I'm so popular, mm-hmm. and yeah, Tyler is popular, but he's not mainstream like I am. I'm everywhere, so I should be, you know, like who is he? His whole thing is who's checking for your album? There's, I have way more fans than you. That's that's what he's saying. He's saying that's what he's assuming. He's saying you shouldn't, yeah. But again, he's he's assuming it because it's like that's his world. When he says uh, you're not playing in the club, you're not at the barber shops. These are the only places that exist to Khaled, and he thinks that because it's no, not true. happening in this circle, that's true. It doesn't happen anywhere else. So that's what he's saying with mystery. He's like, I don't get it. Yeah, I've never heard of your album, so your album can't exist. And it's, but he it plays right into who he is as a person. He's, he learned the hard way. He's ignorant. He's in his own head. All he thinks about is himself. I can't remember which it was like, like the All Star Game, like maybe two years ago, and he was performing at halftime, and he was the only one there. And I was like, every song you do is like a four man collabo. But you're the only. You're person. the only one performing at um. All Star Weekend. So again, he's he's all about himself. 
So if he doesn't, if he hasn't heard it, it doesn't exist. Right. If nobody he knows heard it, it doesn't exist. Right. Because like, ignorant man, he's he's an ignorant dude. I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> Khaled. <coughs> what have you been listening to lately, though? Nah, I really don't listen to anything but like Canadian music because I keep doing the Spotify. Mm, the playlist. Well, between the playlist and my album. I'm just sitting there and just. And what's the album called? Seven OG. And where can they find it? It was called EP, but it's not EP anymore. You will be able to find that. Oh, can't tell you yet, but you can check Spotify. Okay. For the first single, "God Bless the North." Okay. I'm shooting like a bunch of videos in the next couple of weeks too. Get those all knocked out. I want to announce something on July 5th, 7:05 day. But got a little more work to do. But outside of that, got a lot, of, like, a lot of mystery stuff happening. Yeah, mystery albums. A lot of mystery albums that that Khaled hasn't heard, so they don't they don't exist. So they don't exist. So when I drop, he won't be checking it. I know, because I don't think I'll be played in. Well, I might be played in clubs. It's possible. It's possible. It'd be kind of weird <laughs> with the messages I have. I think I gotta make people walk out the clubs, <laughs> put down their drinks, sit there and look at their drinks like, you know what? He's right. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> Order a water. Let's walk out. Like I need to change the world. What am I doing here? Party. Whole club empties. That'd be kind of cool. Imagine your shows, not started riots, but started movements. Every show. I've seen it. I've seen a clip of a Action Bronson concert where he just took everybody outside, oh, yeah. and they just walked around. <laughs> and then they came back in, so they're like outside in the street. It's just like a mob of people, like lemons. And Bronson's in the middle of them. He's just like walking them all around, and then they go back in. Is he still performing this whole time? Um, not really. They're like just chanting and stuff. They're like okay. chanting his name and stuff, and they're just walking around the block, and then they come back into the. Oh, okay. And you know he got in a ton of shit with the promoter, obviously, um, but. You know how many people tagged along? <laughs> everybody left with him, so. You know. That's true. But he's he's done some funny shit on on stage. Like, he throws things in the crowd. He's throwing a TV into the crowd. He's trying to get in a fucking lawsuit. He's throwing a TV. In he the throws crowd. people into the crowd. Like a person comes on stage and he'll like Pick lift them up. up throw, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that, but that's a lawsuit and waiting. Like, yeah, nah, you won't catch me do that. Mm-mm. You ever see the one with fifty punch? Like, I saw a fifty punch a girl in the face. And so she kept like, she kept grabbing at his. Ugh. There's a few of them. I can't remember. Do you I know one the- that she kept grabbing on his arm and he was like doing this and he tried to pull back. And she grabbed it. He was like, "Boom!" Did you go with me? Did you see the clip of the kid running up on him, trying to get oh, him to listen to yeah. the music? Oh yeah, that uh, shit is hilarious. The kid had no plan, none, zero. So that, the way that <laughs> video played, um, so before they said he walked up on fifty while he was like, he's on a date, eating like eating down, like sitting oh. down eating on a date, and he was like, "Yo, can I rap for you?" Fifty's like, "Yo, you see him doing this? Like, walk away." So then this shit like moved out to outside and he was just like, that's why he was like, what the fuck? What, do, what are you doing? Yeah. You were doing this the wrong way. And then the guy's like, I don't care. And then he starts squaring up and 50's like, what? And he looks back and sees the camera and he's like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Millennial, yeah, kid is- millennial cloud chasers. What? What would it have meant if that kid clocked 50? If 50 dropped? Oh, he would have gone viral. He would have put he would have put the song out that day. Fifty. What do you think of fifties? What's it called? His whole persona. I think everything would die. Like his career would be done. You remember the time when Suge Knight got knocked out, and for a brief second, you remember that? Everybody started talking shit about Suge right after that. Yeah, because it was like, okay, you're not the big bad bully everybody thinks you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't last long, but it was it was a weekend where yeah. He was vulnerable. Um, 
I think 50... No, I think it lasted long, because even Snoop was getting out of his bag talking shit about Suge. Yeah, but they patched things up, though. Yeah. They patched things up at some point. Actually, you know when Snoop really started talking shit about Suge? When he signed with No Limit. When he signed with No Limit. No, it was after that. It was after the last meal. He did Pimp Slapped. He had those New Orleans boys behind him. I remember when that came out, being like, oh, shit. Snoop is on some shit. Yeah. Like, Snoop's actually... Like, sounding like he wants to square up with Suge. Oh. Shit. Uh, shit. That's what we knew Suge was like. You're living dangerously. On his down. <laughs> his down spiral. But yeah. I mean, the kid... The, the, the only thing I had a problem with the kid was... He didn't have a plan. He had nothing there. It's not like... Can you guys talk about Shad Moss pocketing thousands... Pocket watching? No. Few, like, a thousand singles of 50s money. Apparently, his response to that was, no, that wasn't 50's money. He got paid for a walkthrough. So he got paid, and that's what he was throwing. So he that's what he, that's, That was his ex- explanation. You saying he got paid in singles? No, he got paid. Because that's what they do for walkthroughs, right? No, no, they would pay him in singles, too. Because they want you to dash, they want you to dash the all their money back. You're happy. You're, they're throwing the money back, and they're yeah. just picking that shit right back up. 50 saying he put all this money up. Everyone's still getting money. <laughs> yeah, 50. 50's like, he walked up to Lil Duval and he went to go give it to Lil Duval and he said, Lil Duval looked at me like, nigga, no. please. Right. I threw everyone my else, own money. Everyone else left with no money in their hands. Shad had money in his waistband. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, how that's, you get, that's, that's what you got, you got paid. Really? That's what you did? Hey, that's that was his explanation. But again, fifty-one hit money by Monday. Everybody's, everybody's like falling 40. into this. Everybody's 40. falling into his marketing plan. Yeah. It's it's just more. It's just more brand working for for fifty. That's all it 40. is. Fifty. Sorry. That should look like a wicked party though. And I like mm-hmm. I like the fact that, that you saw there. all these rappers come together just to have a party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Fab was there. Like, if you watch 50's thing, he was, like, running away from Trey songs. He was like, yeah. yo, this nigga trying to get me. Yeah. So, like, they were all, like, just having grown fun. men having fun. Even though he was, he was like, like, hassling Trey songs like, maybe a day earlier. Yeah. I think that's what Trey songs started, like, he was like, oh, he probably ran up a 50. Like, yeah, I heard you. I heard you type shit. Yeah. But you can tell. It's all cool. Like, he ran up. He, uh, fabulous. There's was so looking at his crew. So, like, yeah. they're all just there chilling. So many people were there, man. I just seen that. I was like, "That's dope!" Like they can actually all come together, find that moment to be like, "Yo, it's let's, uh, let's pay some strippers have a weekend." Each. That's it. <laughs> you see a video when he walks into Tony Yayo's room. He's like, "He's like yo. Yayo," and I swear it was like twenty girls in the room. 20, I was like, like, "What?" Yo. He's like, "We are waiting on room service. Order this shit." He's this like, "It's not, it's not your room. Tell him you want the steak. <laughs> you the lobster." <laughs> your fucking room sounds like it's on his dime anyways yo remember did you see the video when he, he was talking to he's yayo? Gonna be like, yayo he's gonna be like yayo yo your room service bill came up to like thirty thousand dollars motherfucker i want my money by my he's like i wasn't even really thinking about it but did now you that see i think about it when he called yayo that one yeah yeah, yeah. No. now that i no, think no, about he called it yayo. so he called yayo and he was like it's on the video he's yeah, like these guys, owe me, these guys owe me some money Tony's like, yo, come on, man. You ain't gonna do me like that. 50's like, well, I wasn't talking about you, but now that you say it. <laughs> now, now that I'm thinking about it. And the video ends with like, yeah, yo, like, yo, was like, yo, stop playing. What, you want me to, want me to body somebody I, for I, you? I can pay you back like that. I can get you like that. And then the video clicks. <laughs> ends right there. <laughs> so oh, I like 50 was like, yo, there's all jokes until he said that. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Chill, bro. <laughs> Stop talking like that. Yo, what do you guys think about the Uncle Murder joint? I didn't hear it. What Uncle Murder joint? You ever heard that it hit different? No. no at all. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. It's one of my favorite joints right now, bro. That's probably why I didn't hear it. No, seriously. No, me too. <clears throat> I've been playing the Joel Ortiz and, and Salam Remy joint. I'll play that in a second. That shit is hilarious. You've never heard Joel Ortiz like this? Never? Never. And this shit might pop. Seriously, guys, you ever heard the new the Uncle Murder? Nah, man, I haven't listened to Uncle Murder in a while. Like, 
when he first dropped, I was listening to Uncle Murder because he was saying some reckless shit. But then it just became a gimmick. He would. <laughs> he would be the person to make this song. The biggest thing about him is his voice and his gimmick that he just he's reckless. Sells itself. Huh? Once you have the once you have the hook, it sells itself. It writes itself. And his mark, his campaign on Instagram has been having like the most fucked up like videos. Play this. Man's running the trees and shit. Getting out the fuck out. Shotclubpodcast.com <laughs> Like, share, comment, subscribe, hit the bell to stay notified Did you hear the new um, Lil Duval? No, it's not out yet Lil Duval and Charlemagne? Yeah Yo, tell me Black Lil Duval, Duval does Yo, he's the Yo, he flows on that Black men don't cheat Black men oh, don't yeah, cheat yeah, yeah. Yo, Lil Duval's flowing I was like Yeah, he's doing it playing, I was like, ah You know You know it's another comedy shit That's the one But Yeah Yeah That's the one What's that? Joel Ortiz and uh and Salam Remy. Yeah. Alright, Joe. We out of here. We're gonna we gonna watch this Joel Ortiz and Salam Remy because shit is funny. Um shotclubpodcast.com, like, share, comment, subscribe, hit the bell to stay notified. Um we'll be there Sunday. Alright? Take it easy. <laughs>